0: Hey there, and welcome back, questers, to the SQHQ with another episode of Success Quest. I am Caleb Valle. And I'm Jacob Harmon. And today we are going to continue our journey discussing the success and all it encompasses. Okay, so I think that's funny, the success. its like It's like this little, like thing (laughs) we're discussing success that's what we do here it is a noun yeah exactly it's a noun now (laughs) that's how that's how it works (laughs) all right oh my gosh guys it has been a long time since jacob and i have done a podcast together um we've just been doing tons of interviews and it's been so awesome jacob has it just not been the best
1: it has i've actually really enjoyed interviewing That i've never done interviews before so this is completely new to me I, I didn't get like a journalism totally degree or anything like that. And so it's been good. I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot of ways we can improve the interviews too in the future, but I feel pretty good about them. I felt like we've done a good job and it has been a while. It's been at least three weeks since we've gotten on a call and done this together. So it's good oh to see you again, gosh. Caleb. It's good to see you. Three weeks.
0: <laughs> it's been good. I'm glad. I'm glad we're doing this right now. And you're right. The interviews have just been so much fun. Yeah, we we have a lot of things we could probably improve as interviewers. But I think the main thing is that we just have a lot of fun and the the, the people listening, you questers out there, get to see and experience what these people have experienced because there's a lot to learn from everyone around you. You could talk to a total stranger and they're going to have something, I promise you, at least one thing that will affect the way you view the world. And um, it's just finding those people to talk to. And I think we've talked to some really amazing people. Anyways, um, I guess we we need to talk about Biz for Good, huh?
1: Yeah, well, so I kind of wanted to apologize because the week that we recorded the Biz for Good show, we didn't do a podcast. And I jumped on and I said, hey, guys, just so you know, we're not going to be here this week. Go listen to the Biz for Good show, but it still hasn't come out. And that was my bad. <laughs> for some reason, I thought that they published more immediately after recording but they're actually doing what's smart and they're recording a few weeks in advance so uh, so uh, the podcast with Caleb and I has actually not come out yet so if you've been looking at the biz for good show podcast and you haven't seen us yet that is why it should be coming out really soon though and we actually have a pretty big announcement that we announced on the biz for good show so it's definitely worth looking for it Keep refreshing the feed and once you do listen to it, also keep an eye on our website because we have some big things coming. So anyways, that's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to apologize. <laughs>
0: if you haven't gone to our website already at www.mysuccessquest.com and subscribed to our newsletter that's coming soon, um, you're missing out because we're going to be giving out some amazing updates on big things happening at Success Quest. Um, We're just growing and growing like ever since we've started. It's just been phenomenal growth and it's just been such a ride getting to know tons of people and we're experiencing so many new things and it's just been it's just been absolutely amazing this journey. So also all of you Questers who are who have been listening for a while now. Thank you so much for your support for liking our page on Facebook. We really appreciate every single one of you. It's 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 just been so fun for Jacob and I to to do something that we love, which is talking about openly how to become successful, which I feel like for a lot of people is kind of just this this personal lonesome journey, which it shouldn't be, because all of us have something we can contribute to each other. So thank you again for all of you guys. Um, And if you haven't yet, go like us on Facebook, follow us. We have a ton of things we're trying to get better at posting as well. um, But we do come out with new podcasts every Thursday. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast app you listen to. Those are all really important. And go to our website. Check it out. And subscribe. Put your email address in there. We're not going to scam you with all this craziness like most things do. We actually just want to keep you up to date with some of the things that could be happening near you.
1: So to introduce today's topic, today was a little bit of a hard day for me. Personally, Caleb, and let me just tell you a little of the the story. Um, There was just a lot going on. So, I have my jobby job, right? My real job, my nine to five job, and it was just a busy, busy day. On top of that, I'm still doing website design on the side, and I've got clients, and I'm trying to finish some projects. And then, on top of that, I've got Success Quest, and I'm trying to make some updates to our website and kind of get a few things going and and fixed so that we can make some of those big announcements we were talking about earlier. And on top of that, I come home and I've got my wife and I've got my kids and we've got a new dog. And so like, (laughs) I'm just a little bit overwhelmed. And so today, today we're going to talk a little bit about time management. And honestly, I just kind of want to get your input, Caleb, on, do I just have too much on my plate? What can I do to kind of manage my time better and not be so overwhelmed?
0: You know what's so funny about this topic? Like, I feel like this is the biggest threat to humanity ever, right? Like, I feel like if you're a parent, you understand this to a T, right? If you're going to become a parent soon, you're about to enter a world of pain, right? Like, it's just, there's, it's so hard to manage your time wisely because it's so easy to just let it pass you know you have so much stuff going on and you want to get a lot even more done probably but it just seems so overwhelming and as you were asking me that i actually remembered um a video i watched a long time ago um it was really cool because the man who was speaking got asked that very question he's a much much more famous man um and th- this guy from the audience, he was taking questions. And the guy from the audience, he asked the guy, he was like, hey, what is it that you do to stay on top of things? Like, you're traveling everywhere. You have a family. You have a full-time job. Like, this is nuts. How come you make it look so easy? What's your secret? And the, the man instantly started just, like, laughing. He was just like, that's hilarious. And then he shared a really cool analogy. And the analogy was basically, he said, life is like, um, what is the, what are those people called at the circus who put like the, they have the sticks kind of on their hands and on their feet and one on their nose and they're bouncing plates on top of them. You know what those are called? Like
1: like an acrobat?
0: Yeah, yeah, like an acrobat, like something like that. But basically, they have the sticks and he said life is like represented by each of those plates, right? You have four or five plates one plate is your family, the other plate is work, the other plate is home. All these all these different responsibilities and you are all you're trying to do in life is get all the plates to stay spinning. You just don't want any of them to fall over and break. And he he said to the man, he was like, "Do you think I ever get to where all the plates are spinning perfectly in sync with each other?" <laughs> and the man's like, "That's actually probably impossible, right? Because as soon as one you spin one plate, the other plate gets slow and you have to spin that plate and then another plate is getting slow and you have to spin and spin and you're constantly just trying to spin and he said in all honesty it's impossible to not just feel like you're completely overwhelmed all the time and he's like does it does not mean you need to stop doing what you're doing he's like no because all those things are important to you and you need to I mean there are things maybe you can do to be more proficient at it and those are things that take time to learn um, but you you're just like everybody else you're not that far off from where everyone else is and even these big guys yeah i mean this guy is big he's super famous and it's like man even he struggles this is just we there's you can figure it out you can do it it's it's something that's possible but it's 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 hard
1: yeah i like that and i i think that you mentioned spinning the plates and there's always going to be one plate that's spinning faster than another because you literally cannot spin all the plates at the same time. So I think the important thing is kind of learning what are my priorities? What matters in life? Yes. And then I can kind of let some of the things that don't matter go away. Because when I think about my time, I know that I spend way too much time doing things that don't matter. For example, sometimes I'll just mindlessly scroll. I'll scroll through Facebook and before I know it, it's been a half hour and that could have been a half hour that I could have spent doing something more productive, right? And so there's definitely something in there about trying to figure out what the priorities are and what's most important. It reminds me of, it's almost a cliche story now. It's a story that everybody knows about and I believe it was Stephen R. Covey that first told it, but I could be wrong. But basically, the story is that there's a college professor, and he brings in a bunch of stuff into the class. He brings in this big jar and some rocks and some sand and some water, and he gives this perfect analogy where if you put the water in first or the sand in first, you won't be able to put in the rocks, right? But if you put the big rocks in, then you put in the little rocks, then you put in the sand, and then the water, you're able to fit it all in the jar at once. And so... I mean, the moral of the story is we need to focus on the most important things first. So an actionable item there would be, to all of you questers out there, to you listening to this podcast right now, take out a piece of paper and write down your priorities. What's most important? What are those big rocks? What are the things that you need to do first? Then maybe you can write down some of your lesser priorities, which are still important. It's I mean, the cool thing about that analogy is that he still put water in the jug, right? There's still time for those unimportant things. There's still time for leisure activity, but we need to make sure that we're taking care of those big rocks first.
0: And then immediately, as you were saying that, I think, what are my big rocks, right? Like, because those are different from sand and water, right? Like, I, I, and I, I admit, I love playing video games. Like, it's crazy. Like, I'm 25. Right? But I love it, man. It's just like I grew up doing this kind of stuff. I love playing video games. It's, it's a fun distressor for me, but it's not a good use of my time. It's not a big or a small rock. <laughs> like, so, like, that can't take precedence over something else. The, I think that one of the biggest priorities that comes to mind, right? Because now I'm thinking about that. What are those priorities? What are those big rocks? And I think the first one that comes to my mind is just being a, your health. Your health comes first. Right. The first and most foremost, most important thing is your health. So, I mean, if you're if you're not getting enough sleep, if you're not eating like you aren't going to do all of those other things productively or efficiently and you are just running yourself into the ground. Um, If you are working and working and working and working and you're not being able to do all those things, you need to start really reconsidering what it is you're working for. You're not just working for money. You're working for your livelihood. But what's the point if you don't have a livelihood? <laughs> like if, you, if you're if you not alive for that. There's a really awesome TED talk that I just watched about the importance of sleep. Okay, and we'll, we'll put the link um, in it later so you guys can watch it. It's absolutely phenomenal. But this guy who's been studying sleep for so long, he was talking. He, he has done studies where they've confirmed that people need eight hours of sleep every night. This isn't a myth anymore. It's important that you get eight hours of sleep. It's been proven time and time again that if you get six, four to six hours of sleep a night consistently, you're getting a lack of sleep. And you are living as if you were a decade older. This is physiological, okay? Things in your body are worse off because of your lack of sleep. It's crazy. And you are actually dying quicker because of your lack of sleep and this i mean sleep is just one of those aspects of your life that's really important eating being active all of these things play a role and being able to prioritize that kind of stuff first is going to help everything else
1: it's going to help it all mm-hmm. yeah and i think a big thing for me with focusing on priorities and figuring out what to do first is i also just need to learn to say no yeah say no's. i I mean, I am such a people pleaser and I take on so many things and so many projects and I, I overwhelm myself and it's my own fault. It's my (laughs) own, it's my own doing. And so part of that I think is also just learning how to say no, learning how to say, Hey, I don't have time for this right now. And it's not one of my priorities. So I'm going to say no. And if it is a priority, obviously you can do it. It's not like you have to say no to everything. But you do need to learn when to say no so that you don't overwhelm yourself and so that you can focus on those most important things.
0: I love that. Oh my gosh. I, I think that is such a vital attribute to develop, to be able to say no, focusing on those big rocks. That's You've got to learn to say no or else you're going to be putting small rocks ahead of big rocks and then you're just not, it's just not working out, you know? also along along with that I think one of the things I need to do more is just minimize distractions in my life in my day-to-day life there are so many things that, easily taking like you were just talking about Facebook I was like you only spend 30 minutes scrolling cheese like uh, now I feel bad like, <laughs>
1: like uh, uh, sometimes I spend more than yeah <laughs> it's like
0: I feel like all of us kind of fall into that like wow like how dare they put videos right after each other like how dare they like like it's so easy or the fact that like it, it can easily be randomized if you refresh the page like you're seeing new stuff and then it's not just Facebook, it's Instagram, it's it's whatever. I mean, there's so many platforms. It's so easy to get distracted from what's important. And I see things like this on Facebook all the time, <laughs> which is funny. But um, lots of little slaps in the face every now and then. I see people posting pictures of parents who are looking at their phones rather than spending time with their kids. And it's like that kind of stuff hits me hard because that's a reality sometimes or like, as soon as I wake up in the morning, the first thing I reach for is my phone. That's a no-no. Like, that should not be the thing I'm thinking about as soon as I wake up. How do you minimize distractions? It's, I think it's kind of just a personal, personal journey for everybody. I mean, there's so many things I feel like you can do. One thing I've learned about phones, put the charging station away from where you wake up. You know, that's a really easy little trick. Um, it'll also probably get out, get you out of bed cause you'll have to walk to the phone to turn <laughs> off the alarm. Like, <laughs> um, and I'm sure there are other things. I mean, people who play a lot of video games or watch too much TV, you can set timers on all those things. I mean, technology is amazing. There are ways you can limit even your wifi, which is crazy. I was looking through my Comcast options. I can, I can do so much. Like it's amazing. Anyways, so there are things you can do. You just have to be proactive about it. And I don't know necessarily if there's anything Jacob and I can really just tell you to do. You have to figure that out, you know?
1: Yeah, I I think it's personal for every person too. There's not a one-size-fits-all solution. Uh, And we're going to actually talk a little bit about a few different methods, a few different strategies you could try. These may not work for you. Like I said, it's not one-size-fits-all. But maybe there's some little nuggets out of these things we're going to be talking about that that you can take and that would work for you. So I've I've been doing a little bit of research on some time management methods. And one of the most popular ones is called the GTD method, which is called Getting Things Done. It originally comes from a book called Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity. Uh, And that was written by David Allen, who was a productivity expert. And basically the whole concept of this book, I haven't read it, um, but I've done some research and it's something I want to read now. Uh, But the whole concept of this book is to, basically he says that your brain is coming up with ideas all day, every day. But it's not very good at holding on to those ideas. It's not very good at retaining them. So instead of just your brain going crazy and coming up with, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do this, I need to do that. He recommends that you sit down and you capture all the thoughts that you have. So just write everything down on a piece of paper. Uh, Maybe it's to-do list items. Maybe it's things that, oh yeah, I need to do this someday. Maybe it's a a goal. Maybe it's just something that you remember from last week. He says, just write it all out on a piece of paper. Then what you do is you figure out what things on that piece of paper are actually important. You kind of clarify and organize them, and... I mean we, we've we talked a little bit about, about about priorities, right? Figuring out what actually matters. But then also organizing them into things that you can do now. Maybe they're super fast, easy tasks. It's something like call mom. Like you could just do that right now. And then the things you can't do now, organizing them into different lists so that you can do them in the future. And this this is the get things done method, basically. It's organizing your thoughts and trying to put them into different systems so that you can actually accomplish things. And I have not used this method, but it's something that I'm interested in trying, it's something that I want to give a go. But I mean, what are your thoughts, Caleb? Do you think that this is something that that would help you? You know what's crazy? This is exactly
0: what I already do. This is that was it's so weird that you brought this up because like I thought I was weird honestly because like literally my <laughs> life revolves around paper and pencils <laughs> it's it's so funny because I, I this it's so weird how psychological this is but at the same time i think it's because just like you were saying like it's so hard to organize that mentally right it's so difficult mm-hmm. but once you put it on paper all of a sudden your brain like takes a big sigh of relief it's so weird and then you look at it like this is exactly what I do I I I feel overwhelmed with stuff I get a piece of paper and a pencil I write down everything I think I have to do that's gonna just kill me because there's so much then I look at it and I realize half the stuff doesn't take more than five minutes to do individually like wow I was so overwhelmed because of all these things but really I should only only be slightly overwhelmed which is nice And then I organize it, and I kind of set time limits to each of them. Like, okay, this is going to take me like an hour. This is going to take me like five minutes, ten minutes. And then at the end of the day, I look at that, and I say, wow, I could probably get this done in two days. Like, all these things that Mm -hmm. I just thought were just really like weight on my shoulders. I was just like, this is going to be impossible. All of a sudden, seemed incredibly possible. In fact, almost seemed easy compared to the way I was thinking about it before. Mm -hmm. So, I applaud this method i'm glad someone talks about it because that that has helped me my whole life and unfortunately actually i wish i would have read the book sooner on in life because i only recently discovered that this is fantastic for me <laughs> like i i kind of did this in after high school but then like it was when i came back from uh peru in 2015 that i was like this is this has helped me so much uh, this is what i gotta do and it, mm-hmm. is, it was just amazing yeah. Um, in fact, my wife, she knows that lists and stuff like that help me. So when she makes a list and she puts it on the fridge, she's like, "Wow, you always like end up getting these things done." And then when I don't write them down, you don't. Like, what's up with that? And I'm like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> like, it's like this magical thing when I see a paper and things on it. Like, it helps. It helps a lot. <laughs> 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 because I'm so scatterbrained. I'm so scatterbrained. So mm-hmm. this, I. Questers, this is awesome. Try it out. Try it out.
1: Yeah. Uh, the next method that, that I, we're going to talk about is something called time blocking. And there is a really cool article in Forbes, uh, which is a popular business magazine. Where it says, why highly productive people use time blocking. So this is a really popular method right now. And basically the idea of time blocking, it's kind of similar to the GTD method where you're kind of getting things out of your head and onto paper. But instead of just putting it on paper, you're actually putting it into a schedule or into a calendar. So, um, for example, let's say at the beginning of your day, you sit down and you write down all of the things you have to accomplish that day. But instead of just writing it down, you're actually going to put that on your calendar. So you're going to say, okay, from 9 to 10, I'm going to work on the Success Quest website. From 10 to noon... I'm going to work on catching up on all of the client websites that I've been working on from noon to one. I'm going to eat lunch. And then from one to four, I'm going to get all the things done that I need to at work. I don't know. So basically what you're doing is you're structuring your day and you're committing to yourself that you're actually going to follow that schedule. And that time is dedicated for the task that you gave it that way, instead of mindlessly thinking, okay, I need to work. I need to work. Okay, well, what do I work on? Oh, I'll go do this. And then you start working on that. But then you get distracted by something else. You know because your brain is thinking, uh, right now, for this hour, I'm working on X, Y, or Z. So, anyways, that's that's another really popular method right now. And I think this one is actually probably better for me because I think very much on a schedule type of thing. Uh, Calendars and schedules work for me. And I, I I have on my phone my my calendar app. And I am the type of person that if it's on there, it's getting done. Like, I'm going to do that thing.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And so
1: I think, I think this is the type of method that should work for me. I think I'm going to start trying every morning to put events on my calendar. And it doesn't have to be exact, but it's going to be an idea of what do I want to accomplish during what time during that day.
0: What I like about this method, too is the fact that at the beginning it's going to be kind of weird because you're going to be underestimating how long it takes maybe to do a couple of things and you'll be off Mm -hmm. schedule a little bit, but it's cool because trial and error after a while you get to know exactly how your schedule is supposed to look like. And then it gets easier for your brain, which is nice because then like it's in there and you are actually like getting into that routine, which is awesome. Um, So I actually am a, a big fan of this as
1: well. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of I mean, you you, you said it makes it easier on your brain. It it makes me think of routines, right? Like some things aren't mentally taxing because it's something that we just do automatically. Like, for example, getting up and brushing my teeth. I don't have to remind myself like, hey, Jacob, you need to go to the walk, walk to the bathroom, take five (laughs) steps. like do this like that is that is not effort for my brain. I don't even have to think about it. Why? Because it's a routine. It's something that I just do. And so I think the more you can make things into a routine, the less stress and effort it will take. Something that I've, I've heard a lot of people talking about is creating like morning and night routines. And I've tried that before and I haven't been very good at it, but I want to try again because those routines can really, really help you just start off your day well and also end your day well.
0: You know what else is funny cuz like as soon as you talk about routines I immediately started the questioning like in my head like well, okay now I'm I'm remembering that article that said like if you do it 7 times in a row it's a routine. Oh no, 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 it's like it's like 21. Oh no, I'm pretty sure it's like 42 actually. And it's funny cuz I've heard I've heard <laughs> so many different things over my life and I I've come to the realization that it will never become a routine if you're thinking about how many times you have to do it. <laughs> you have to legitimately kind of just enter into a mindset that you want to start that you want that to become a lifestyle Mm -mm. once you've decided that it doesn't matter how many times you don't you don't wait for seven you don't wait for 20 you don't wait for 40 50 whatever you want this to be a lifestyle so you're just going to do it every day as much as you can even when you don't you don't get down on yourself you just do better the next time right if you're thinking about it like man okay i have to do it at least I've got to do it 20 times before it becomes a routine. I mean, that's what science says. It's sci- you can't defy science. And then you do it, and you're kind of like on the 10th try, and you fail the 11th, and then you get really down. You're like, oh, I have to start over, and like, oh, I think I think it broke science, and like now I have to <laughs> – and so, and so like you, you don't do it. It's like horrible. Um, so throw that all away. Throw away everything you ever knew about routines. Like pfft, there's no numbers. Just decide that – if. If that's what you want to do make it a part of your lifestyle just just make it a lifestyle choice and i think it'll become a little bit more easy it has it's become easier in my life when i've just decided mm-hmm. that like when i got uh, this, a routine for example when i first got married one of the biggest pet peeves my wife had she had a lot right because i i was a weirdo I, I mean i'm kind of more of a slob too but we got married and she was like uh caleb we need to talk because every time you finish your granola bars, you never throw the box away. You leave the box in the cupboard and that bugs the snout out of me, right? Like, and I was like, okay, that's such a small thing. But I learned that during that next week, I would just do that. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, I'm just leaving <laughs> boxes that are empty inside the cupboards or like ba- basically empty cartons in the fridge too. And I decided, I was like, I'm just, this. I got to change. I got to change. And I didn't think, oh, I need to do this at least 20 times for it to become a routine. I just said I need to do this because I want this to be my the way I live, you know, for my wife. And so um, fast forward three years later, I hardly ever do it anymore, like ever. And I don't remember when it actually clicked, but I just don't. <laughs> it's It's so awesome because now I see, like, an empty box in the cupboard. And I'm like, wow, I remember making this, you know, this decision. And now it's throw it away, you know, or I see empty jug, throw it away. And occasionally one will slip through the cracks, but I'm telling you huge difference. Making things routines makes it so easy. And now I just feel like, I mean, at the beginning, it felt like I was really forcing it. And now I'm like, ha, this is just who I am. And it's awesome. It's such a great feeling.
1: What you were saying reminds me of one of my favorite quotes of all time. And it's a quote from a religious leader, but he says, we become what we want to be by consistently being what we want to become each day. I'm going to read that one more time because it's super profound. We become what we want to be by consistently being what we want to become each day. And that was Richard G. Scott that said that. And it's so true. If you want to change something in your life, make the change and start doing it. And that's who you will become and it's not quite that easy i mean you're gonna you're gonna make mistakes right you're gonna fall down you're gonna mess up but that's okay i mean just take it one step at a time we've said this a hundred times before on this podcast it's all about getting a little better each day doing a little better and you're gonna make mistakes but that's okay
0: we are so thankful to you guys again we enjoy your presence so much i know we can't physically see you but we feel your energy we we're so grateful that you guys listen to our podcast we we want to invite you guys to invite your friends to come and listen to the podcast cuz i feel like there is a lot of value that we can add to your lives not just because we think we're experts we're definitely not but we're doing a lot of research and a lot of things and bringing in people to interview for you and for everyone we want to help as many people as we can get kind of like the word on how to slowly become more successful in your day-to-day lives. And who knows? Maybe it's your friend who's having a, a really hard issue with time management and, and needs just a little pick-me-up. Go ahead and give this um, a share. Tell them about the, the podcast. Again, we we just want to, to help as many people as we can, uh, including... Progress our journeys to success alongside you guys. So, we're grateful to you guys, Questers. Don't forget to go visit our social media pages. Give us a like, subscribe to the podcast, rate us. Let everyone know that you think this podcast is awesome because it is awesome. Because Jacob's here and he runs, he's freaking awesome. Okay, guys? Like, you guys know this already. Again, also, like I was saying at the beginning, go visit our website, subscribe, put your email in there because we have some awesome things coming to you soon we say this we're emphasizing this because they are actually awesome things okay we're not just like trying to pull your leg we're not trying to bait you guys into giving us your emails. no there's there's a a really huge thing coming up you guys are great and have a successful day